Welcome to Hive Mind. I am Meg. I'm here with Irene. Hey, Irene. Hi. Wow, 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 wow. Um, oh, man. How do you feel? <laughs> How I mean, are you feeling? I feel a million different ways. Happy, confused, terrified, confused. How I'm about so you? I'm so confused. I'm so confused by the tone of this show at this point. They made some choices and those choices just were bold. I cannot believe. Like, we're trying to sell this woman as the, like, as the funny, as the funny, like, laid back chick. And this is the episode we get? Like, I could not believe what was happening. I have some thoughts. We'll get to it. Let's just start from the okay. top. Oh, wait. Should we talk about news? Yes. Talk about Rachel Lindsay and NY Mag. Okay, so Rachel Lindsay um, has an article in New York Magazine, and it is, the byline is, by Rachel Lindsay as told to Allison Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it's like a oral interview, but it's not like transcripted like that. Anyway, it's very good. Did you read it? I have not read it. It's really good. Um, it's basically like she kind of talks about, well... We can kind of also go into how she she's on the cover. Yeah, she looks great. She looks amazing. Um, I should have pulled up the. But the headline is, "Oops, I blew up the Bachelor." Yes, and, and she's, she's not happy mad. Yeah. So, which what I told you when you texted me about it, writers don't choose their headlines. Right. The editors choose the headlines. So this writer probably spent a ton of time. Thoughtfully putting together this article well, it's, with it's, Rachel Lindsay. It's ra- yeah, Rachel is speaking, right? So she is like, I mean, first person is Rachel Lindsay in this article. So it's very much her voice, her story. Yeah. And like the whole point is like she didn't blow up The Bachelor. And it wasn't like never her intention to to like mess up the show. And so the headline on the cover is very misleading. So she put out a statement that said... um, do you have it by any chance? Pulled up. Sorry, I'm going to right now. But um, basically, like, I'm really disappointed by what they decided to put on their um, on their cover. It's clickbait. It's not at all the tone that I put forth in the article. And like, it's it's annoying that this is what they're. Um, Here, here's what she posted kay. on Instagram in Comic Sans font, but we'll look. I know I, that was very. Hard I have heard. To accept. <laughs> I don't know if this is true or not, but I have heard that it's like the most accessible font for people (laughs) with like learning disabilities. I mean, it is it is because in terms of like the way the as a former elementary school teacher, that's true because of the way the letters are written. They're not written weird, but I don't I don't think that's really what she's going for. (laughs) Uh, She said, I worked with New York Magazine very closely on a cover feature where I was given the opportunity to tell my story and share my experience with the Bachelor franchise. It was deeply personal, but I felt it was important to share. While it was a very collaborative experience, they decided to misrepresent me with the headline that was chosen for the cover. Those are not my words, nor are they a reflection of how I feel. In fact, it is in stark contrast to the context of the piece. For me, it is very disappointing and disrespectful that the very notion I was trying to refute was used against me by the publication for a clickbait headline. My truth and my thoughts are told on the inside of the magazine, which I am very proud of and hope you all read. So what did the piece actually say? Okay, wait, I'm actually, I need to go back because I actually was reading the Vulture article. I wasn't reading the, the New York Mag article. Hold on. Oh, no, it's the same thing. Wait, 
Yeah, it's yeah, Vulture's Sydney. New York. Okay, Times. sorry. I got very nervous about that. Okay, um, <laughs> so she basically is saying like I I screenshotted I screenshot so many of the paragraphs because it was just really interesting. She just a lot of it is like I didn't want to do this show, and then I got on, and I like I was in. She kind of talks a lot about how the show works as a reality show, like what is um, kind of contrived by producers and what isn't. And then how she got picked and how she didn't want to do it. And then she ran into somebody who was like at a big one of her big Texas churches. And they were like, I've always wanted my daughter to like see somebody like that looks like her on Mm -hmm. TV. And like, I heard you go far and I'm so excited. And at that moment, she's like, "Okay, well, I do want like a different narrative for black women on TV. So I am going to do it. And she it's really interesting because she had many times of hope for this franchise that they would actually change the way that they're treating a black narrative. And then every time they have failed. So it's like, you know, they did listen to me sometimes. Like they did get more black producers when I was bachelor. I I didn't have a black producer, but there were more black people in the room when like decisions were being made, but like it just wasn't enough. And so when, um, when it came time to when it when the interview with Chris Harrison happened, she was like, she was like, I, it just I I had no other choice except to like, except to just accept that this is what it is, and because of that, like basically, I had to create a boundary because it's just like I've put so much into this, I just can't do it anymore. Like yeah. I can't be the person trying to educate this entire franchise of how to be treating black people. Like and even in Matt James's season where, you know, they're trying, like they're trying in like during a black lives during the Black Lives Matter movement to change things by putting on a black bachelor, they still are going back to these terrible tropes of mm-hmm. like the absent father, the aggressive black man. Like it's just so it's just they just like don't get it even right. though they like the optics of it are that they do but they really just don't yeah um fascinating we i will link to this in the newsletter the full article and i'll share some screenshots on instagram i think that it would i think we should continue talking about it um because i'm sure that it will continue to play out i'm looking forward to reading it um and they have just done her dirty so many times yeah she is the best thing that's happened to the bachelor and they like really screwed her i think and it's very disappointing. Yeah. Um, one thing that she said that I really liked was in the article was she's like, you know, I didn't it wasn't I had been taught my entire life to speak up about injustices. And it's not like just because I'm on the show now I'm speaking. It's like I've always been like that. So I yeah, don't know. She's just she's she just seems like a great human. She does. And she hosts a, a podcast now uh, with the ringer. Yeah. Van Lathan. Van Lathan. What's it called? Uh, higher learning. Higher learning. That's right. So she's doing good things, good places. It's too bad. The bachelor. And she's not. She was she on like an ABC sanctioned podcast about the bachelor. And she's like, I can't. I couldn't do it anymore. Interesting. I was done. Interesting. OK. Well, uh, we will revisit that. Like I said, I will link to it in the newsletter and on Instagram so everybody gets a chance to read it. It's really good. So back to last night's episode. We, <laughs> I, I am so bothered when they don't include the rose ceremony at the end of every episode. And then you're like, wait, what's going on? I you know. know. I just feel like they, it's, they, they never do it anymore. 
Like in every season, I just feel like it comes earlier and earlier every season. This was what, like episode two? And they were like, okay, no real ceremony. It just is like, it's never coming back. And like this last episode, last night's episode ended before even the third group date. And now I'm like, no, I like neat chronology. I like to know week by week. I know, week. they didn't even get a second group date and that's crazy. Ugh, because, and it's for the stupidest reasons. Speaking of stupid. Carl is still trying to defend himself. I'm just like so curious as to why he's like smirking and how he has like this evil smile so, all the time. I know part of his editing, but also it's like it's really weird. Um, friend of the show, Kat, reached out and she uh, she said, hey, I think I have a theory here. <laughs> I think that Carl knows he's not the good fit for Katie and he just kind of wanted to blow some stuff up. And that's why he's smiling. He thinks it's kind of funny. And I kind of agree, except for his reaction when he does not get a rose is so bizarre. That in that whole sequence of events is wild. First of all, before we get to the rose ceremony, like... So she's like all angry. Carl, also the way that everyone is acting, because last week I was like, maybe he really is telling the truth, but he's getting a bad edit. Like maybe he did talk to some people who like really are there for quote unquote the wrong reasons. Um, But the way everyone is like ganging up on Carl makes me feel like, Carl's going rogue like he (laughs) this his he is like this is unfounded. Whatever he's doing is unfounded. So then she cancels a cocktail party. Also, like, I'm sorry to say this, but that she looks like Oscar the Grouch had a baby (laughs) with the Statue of Liberty. Is that what you're sorry to say? She does look like her her dress looks like like a garbage bag mixed with like those those tablecloths you can get from the dollar store. Yeah. You know, it's like just like, yes, yes. Um. Or like those Mylar balloons even. Like they're it's just like it's a she it's a bad look. It's a really bad look. But so she cancels a cocktail party. I feel like maybe this is mean of me to say. She just kind of seems like a brat. She seems very bratty in this she's, ten minutes. She's acting the way that I think I acted in my first like semi real relationship where like one little slight and I would like pout. You know, pout was my go to response. Wow, I'm impressed. I I I was too afraid to show any real emotion. No, I was I was very um, diva esque, and I just you know you kind of grow out of that, and I feel like she hasn't. Or yet. I don't know. I yeah, she's like leaning in because I think she thinks she's like okay. I'm a I'm like a woman. I know what I want, whatever. But the way she is expressing that is like. May, and maybe this is just us living in a like a patriarchal society being like, she's br- being bratty. I don't know. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Anyway, the point is she cancels the cocktail party and then like Carl goes into a room and he is like fake box. He's like he's doing fake boxing. Meg Ryan and you've got mail. <laughs> Prepping for the interviews he with reporters. He is fake boxing in the corner of a room. And I love this, by the way. I am so entertained by I Carl during this. cracking up. Like, I... <laughs> What is he doing? What He's is he flown doing? completely off the handle. He just like made stuff up and then he digs in. I have to respect it. But then by the end of the episode, do you think really he had like an in on what's that guy? Thomas. Thomas. I don't I I don't think Thomas has done anything wrong. He Okay, we can talk about that later. Maybe maybe he had talked to Carl 
or to Thomas, and Thomas had been like, yeah, I there wasn't were, sure how I'd feel about Katie. There were several references to Thomas. Okay, sorry, now I'm thinking about Thomas. Okay, but we don't have to. Let's talk about Carl still. <laughs> it's it's um, tempting to just talk about Thomas now, but I want to <laughs> save it. Um. Anyway, okay, so she starts giving out roses. So she's at the rose ceremony. She starts giving out roses. She gives them to Mike P., who is this, the little sweetie who was on the sex date who was like question mark question mark i don't know (laughs) bless his heart he wears a hoodie later in this episode and a hoodie is a good look for him he's he's like seems like a great human yeah yeah not for me but like no but he seems like at least like a decent person i'm very happy for the woman he is (laughs) and he goes up he's like maybe the fourth or fifth person called down and he's like listen katie as a unit we have decided that you cannot give the rose to well, Carl. He says, He's lying. We've decided it is our responsibility to protect you. And I'm kind of like, oh, toxic masculinity. <laughs> but like, you know, like. It is the weirdest thing how suddenly this turns into like a dystopian novel about like, like, what is it? What is the vocabulary he's using as a unit? Yeah. Like, it's very weird, futuristic, like. Brainwashed. Strange. Yes. yes. Like, yeah. It's so weird. It just was also felt like we were more on like a survivor type reality show where like, okay, you're the tribe has spoken. This actually, guy's gone. I wish The Bachelor would lean into that. I wish I there was more like game theory involved yes. in The Bachelor. And I think that would be stuff. so much more fun. Yes. Anyway, so and I also wondered, like, did he on his own accord decide to speak up or was there like a meeting <laughs> within the unit that was like, dude, Mike, you got to do it. You got to do it. I think there was a meeting. You do? Well, actually, they would have shown it, right? They never miss No, they never show... No, they never show stuff. They never... You know how in Housewives, if there's any reference to anything, there's like a black and white... like Sepia tone flashback. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They never do that in The Bachelor, That's and it true. drives me insane. Yeah, so maybe there was a meeting. I don't know. Anyway, he says this. Yeah, it's, it's a little like... It's a little uncomfortable, but it also... It's coming from the right person, Their I hearts think. are in the right place. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it made me feel like I was reading 1984. I don't know why, like the unit. The unit has decided. So she excuses herself. She's like, I need a minute. Oh, first she's like, do you all feel this way? And they're all like, and they're yeah. like, yeah. So she goes to talk to Taisha and Caitlin. Caitlin's dress, I love. It's like short, long-sleeved, blue, sparkly. It's a very Caitlin Bristow dress. And she looks, she looks great. great. But they're like, this isn't their choice, it's your choice. Which, yeah. again, I'm like, oh, maybe I like these two instead of I kind of do, especially for a woman. Yeah. Like, for the Bachelorette, like, for her to have, like, a female sounding board, it's, like, kind of nice. Yeah, she gets to, like, hang out with her friends. Yeah. Um. Okay, so, in the end, she has, like, one, she has not called Carl yet. She ha- Did she, like, go and cry? Does somebody come talk to her? Or no? No. Okay. No. But we're getting a narration from Trey the whole time. Okay. Who's great. And I love Trey. really passionate about this, about how much he hates Carl. And we're also getting commentary from Carl who says, I will not leave. You'll have to bring in the military <laughs> and drag me out. Like, okay, Carl. Oh, my gosh. And then you just remember how he was shadow boxing. Like, <laughs> not just boxing with the arms. He was also kicking at the end. <laughs> that was a turn I was not expecting. Like, who is he kicking? Katie? Like, like what? He's just getting the energy out. This must be his routine before he does, like, a motivational speech. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, in the end, she does not pick Carl. So, who's eliminated? Carl, the redhead Garrett, 
John the Surfer. I think his name's John. And oh, there was a really cute guy that I was sad that he got eliminated. Who? He had brown hair. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Short little know. guy. Was he? No, Kyle. Okay. Anyway, Kyle. I don't know if he's short, but so um, Carl, <laughs> Tasha, this Caitlin are exit like, is the weirdest. Gentlemen, say your goodbyes. And he goes and he stands in front of Katie, but then turns his back to her instead of talking to her. And there's just they're like both 20 like, seconds of them standing there. He like, like that. backs out of that room is what he does. And he's then, like <laughs> slowly. Isn't there a Simpsons meme of this? Like he yeah. slowly backs out of the room. The Homer goes into the bush. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he just like turns around and leaves. It's so weird. They don't make eye contact. They don't say anything. And like, honestly, at this point, nobody cares about Carl. Katie doesn't have any attachment to Carl. It's I know. not like it's a sad so weird thing for her that he's leaving it's very strange it's the best i love it <laughs> 10 out of 10 i've never seen a goodbye like that it is <laughs> so funny it was so funny all right then all the dudes are hanging out in a hot tub <laughs> they're talking they're like oh, that carl thing was crazy right and then they get the date card and it says love is about honesty and i need 100 percent now, this group date is a lot, but I would be remiss if I did not mention at the top Connor B's deep V okay. shirt and necklaces. I have, yes. This is like, he is obsessed with this look. What is He does it happening? every single time. Also, all over his Instagram. Ew. All over his Instagram. What is going it's like, on? It's a thing that he does. Who told him that looks I don't good? know. It's bad. It's a bad look. It is so like, disgusting. There are at least three buttons undone. <laughs> at least. And then, like, a double-layered necklace. And they're, like, one of them's, like, kind of, like, up by his collar. And one of them's low. Like, you can't even see the bottom. And it's unbuttoned down. Like, you know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. down to his mid, like, past his pecs. Yeah. It's the weirdest. And, like, not even women are wearing that right now. Like, and also, what trend have is you noticed, following? like, the, the weather? Like, everyone's in sweaters. Yeah. And, like, warm clothing. He is, like, wearing, he's wearing, the, he's like, on the group date, it's, like, a short-sleeved button down unbuttoned he's nobody's like wearing short fabio sleeves. on the cover of a romance Ugh. novel it's it's so bad such a weird but choice. in the body of like a like a indie singer songwriter you know what just i mean like boy. just like yeah. oh it's bad <laughs> i really turned on connor b this episode like the earnestness is too much for me to handle i know so <laughs> for the group date they all meet and then they are led into this black room with folding chairs oh my gosh. because it's covid this every day setup is stupid this setup is so weird also the editing there's like soft music there's a spotlight fade on the circle yes there's like yes the editing is like the fading there's like cameras definitely on like rollers like like doing long sweeps of the room it's yeah. the weirdest it's like um stand and deliver kind of <laughs> you know like this is so inspirational it is but it's so nick Vial leading group therapy oh my gosh i could not deal i could not deal with this what, what? also like <laughs> whose idea was All, this also like the way that they they edited the confessional parts were was so weird like we didn't get all the stories of everyone it was just like and then i and then i went too far or yeah and then i really learned from my mistakes like we didn't get all it was know, go back. so weird go back cut out all the thomas stuff oh my and gosh tell me all of their stories they did highlight a few of the stories um yeah thomas's and connor's thomas 
Hunter. First, Hunter too, yeah. Talked about his marriage and how his priorities shifted. So basically he was like, I worked too much? I worked too hard and I wasn't spending enough time with my family. Okay. Hunter's tattoos. WTF. I was, I was later I in the this. episode. It's it's a sleeve tattoo, but uh-huh. you know how like some people the sleeve tattoo like cuts off so it looks like a cuff of a shirt. Uh-huh. It's bad. And like the colors are really weird. It looks like uh in a um, anatomy textbook when it's like a muscular man, uh-huh. you know, with the eyeballs. Uh-huh. Like his arm looks like one of those muscular. Oh, I don't know how I, I missed that. Did not care for that. And then Thomas, he was like, "Listen, I'll be real with you. I didn't come here for you. I didn't know who you were." And I went on a date a week before this, but now I'm here and I'm into you. Okay, okay, okay. You don't think, I'm not saying he's necessarily saying anything wrong, because you're right. He didn't necessarily say anything wrong, but are you like, what are your feelings about Thomas? Because he seems 100% phony to me. They all seem phony to me. No, they don't. Not like Thomas. Not he Michael has a doesn't smile. Seem Here's the thing: the assignment for this clearly stated is that you need to confess something that's like, like that make puts you in a vulnerable position. You need to confess something like this is group therapy, which is weird, but that's what it is. Everyone says something. What he says is like, okay, he does say the sentence of like, okay, I didn't really come for you, but and then he goes on for three paragraphs of how into her he is now, which is phony. He's barely spent any time with her. The yeah. fake smile, the like crooked eyebrow. Like I can't stand his face. <laughs> I am mad at Thomas. His face is too fake. It's pretty. a phony face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He is. I like, mean, he can't help it. Everything. Bad, but... No. Uh, you feel bad? I feel bad. He did his face. Oh, no, no. I'm not talking about his actual face. I'm talking about the expressions he's making with his face. Okay. He can control the expression. Too sincere. Overly he's sincere. he's trying so hard to just be like I'm in love I'm into you like I know you feel it I'm feeling so much I'm falling for you all the things that like like if you say that too early and also if you say that with no basis of anything it's 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 a turnoff yeah percent I don't think he's gonna last much longer I think we're spending I don't think she's into it on him like who yeah. cares just yeah. let him dig his own grave which it is, is what weird doing. like how fixated the guys aaron has lost his mind yeah these that. people i've never seen a cattier group of guys yeah mm, when nick came on to caitlin's season that got really ugly i can't remember that it was too too long ago but i i trust you Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Connor, uh, you know, Deep V, singer-songwriter Connor, talks about when he was in grad school, he hated it, he dropped out, he started working as a musician, then he drank a lot, and then he got blackout drunk, and he was cruel to his girlfriend and friends. One night, he picked a fight with his girlfriend, and he got high and drunk, and he ended up cheating on her. Which, like, okay, you know, he went to therapy, he talked to his family and friends, uh, they weren't married. You know, I'm kind of like, okay, you know. Yeah, it was interesting, like, the... I thought he was going to talk about mental health, which, in a way, that is 
definitely tied. His whole episode is definitely tied to mental health. Um, it's interesting that he's like, okay, I had a drinking problem. I am curious to know, like, what's his relationship with drinking now? Like, yeah, does he not drink at all? Right. Uh, I was, yeah, I'm curious to know, like, if you are of the thought, like, once a cheater, always a cheater. Does that count as cheating? Because he really, the problem wasn't really cheating. It was more like alcoholism. I don't think once a cheater, always a cheater. What do you think? I don't know. It's hard to say. It is hard to say. He doesn't seem like a cheater, although I don't know. I, I, I would be curious to know, like, you know, how he's doing now. Are you okay? Like. I know you make lists about sparkling water, but like, tell me yeah. how you are. He does seem to, he does still seem to be going through it to some extent, but he seems very, very sorry for what he did. So much yeah. so that I thought he was leading up to a greater offense than what the great the offense oh, really? was. Yeah. N- yeah. I don't know. I th- He did seem sorry for it, for sure. Like, I, I thought it was a pretty good if we were going to see, like, a, the whole confessional of somebody, I thought it was a pretty good one to yeah, see. Yeah. I don't know. Then Katie says, well, thank oh, you gosh. so much for sharing all of this with me. Now I'm going to return the favor. I'm going to tell you something even my own mom doesn't know. And that's oh, I didn't when hear I her say that. ripped the couch and thought, "This is Katie, this is not the venue to do that. This... The Bachelorette is not the place to share something your own mom doesn't know. <laughs> She's going to be sad when she sees you confess it on national television just like this entire thing just felt very off-brand for what this i know and i I who she is what this season is supposed to be like a dark group therapy room and then okay you can well i just i don't know how to really feel about this because i do think it's brave to talk about and i think it's something that i she should share with anyone she wants to yeah be the thing with. is it's like there's no room for us to criticize her decision to talk about it because i'm sure it's helping people it's extremely brave of her to talk about i'm sure it's extremely traumatic what is hard for me to like wrap my brain around is like like now her sex positivity like her brand of sex positivity like makes me i don't know what it is it's just like it's like it makes me be like, "Are you okay?" It like, feels like it feels like. Are it's you overcompensating? Her, yes, it feels like it's her healing from trauma, and I shouldn't be watching that. I feel like I'm a voyeur for witnessing her now. Sex right, positivity. it's like a little. It's a little. It makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah, and I and, never trust the producers to do the right thing. So yeah. the fact that they set this up and included this, I can't help but think there's ulterior. I motive. think that she. I don't know. I don't. I. I think that the way she was talking about it made me feel like she's totally fine talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I do wonder, though, like I was like, I would love to ask a relationship es- expert if like this type of exercise when you're first getting to know people, is this healthy? Like it was a lot of information and it was like they, these people don't even know each other. Yeah. These people are not consenting to a group therapy session. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. It's like, it just was a lot of information. Yeah, and I think all relationships have hard conversations and secrets and revelations, but it's like not on the first date. Divulging that type of information so soon feels like you're trying to skip a lot of steps to get to, I don't know, some sort of bonding situation. I just felt, I felt wildly uneasy at the conclusion yeah. of it. Not like, oh, I'm yeah. so proud of Katie, but like, why did they show that to me? What are the executives' motives here? 
So the, what she confessed was that she was at a New Year's Eve party. She drank too much. And the way she phrases it was she got in a situation where there was not consent, uh, meaning she was sexually assaulted. And she then had a very unhealthy relationship with sex. And it affected uh, her relationships for years, basically. But then she, you know, she's the one that brought the vibrator to the first night of The Bachelor. So again, like... I'm really happy for her that she's found peace and is now sex positive. But I uh, worry that we are now putting undue pressure on someone who's still healing. You know, know, the show's like, this is her whole thing. This is going to be her thing. Yeah, just because she brought a vibrator to like as her gimmick. Like, why does that make her like the brand ambassador for sex positivity? Like, it shouldn't, you know, like. It just feels like we can't, we are like, as viewers, they should give us more credit to like accept nuances in people. And like, we can, I don't know, the way they just did this, like rolled this whole season out just is very confusing. And that, especially now, given this context. Yes, yes, especially now. <laughs> and like, excuse me. Here's the thing is like, I don't know why I feel like they are trying to portray Katie as like this, like goofy, like fun loving, normal girl. And like, all I've gotten this season is like she it's like everything feels heavy, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. Especially when we cut to Michael. Oh, telling my gosh. The story of his wife. <laughs> this part was so sad. So, you know, there's men not on the state and they're hanging back out at the compound or wherever they are. And Michael talks about his wife, who he was madly in yeah. love with. So Michael also is talking to Mike P and Andrew, I want to say M. Who I think is very cute. He is cute. Yeah. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and he's talking about, you know, they got married, they had a baby, and then seven months later, she was diagnosed with breast cancer, which <sighs> is so devastatingly sad. Oh my gosh, sad. it's so horrible. And he just seems like such a nice, sweet guy. You, j- I like, I, I could have reached through the screen and given him a hug. You just like. He's truly just like. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's. I mean, it's a horrible, horrible story. And then I'm like, is this maybe, are we maybe on The Bachelorette too soon? Is this, are we? I mean, it's been a couple years, years, right? Yeah. One and a half from when It is interesting. Like, he doesn't seem disingenuous though at all, I don't think. No, no. And it was kind of cute, like the bromance that was blossoming here, like between him and Michael. No, him and Mike and Andrew. They were all like super supportive and like, I don't know. It was it was like, it was cute. It yeah. was really, it was really, it sweet. just was also like, and I, when I, I don't know, I just felt very validated in my predictions that she would be into him because she's definitely into him. Yeah. And I actually think they'd make a good couple. Yes. He seems like, I don't know, very normal. And just, um, you know, there's something to be said for someone who's been in love before and, had a wife before they're just more ready than yeah. some of these 26 year olds right. who are traveling baseball players <laughs> you know yeah definitely he's 36 so, yeah oh I didn't actually know he was 36 yeah okay so he's yeah he's got some life experience yeah and I think they'd be a great match um so they cut back to the group date um okay her outfit on this date so they got back to the group date and it's like the nighttime portion do you remember what she's wearing? Yeah, she's wearing Christmas wrapping paper. <laughs> she's wearing like a crushed velvet, like silver 
dress, but like a with marbled. Over, yeah, it's like a, with like an oversized blazer. She looked like a fifty-five-year-old woman from like nineteen ninety-four. Like at it their was granddaughter's wedding. Very weird. It was a very weird outfit. It <laughs> aged her so much, as um, Tim Gunn would say. It was very matronly. I have weird dress fabric written down here. So <laughs> yeah. Um, she starts talking with all the different guys. She makes out with Connor. James has a really crazy side part. James' hair is... Who's James? He's the one that popped out of the box on the first oh, episode. Oh, James is too too manicured. His yeah. eyebrows are like perfectly waxed. He's got the um, continental hair that, that's like very matted down Yeah, to very, it's head. like a very wet look. Yes. It's like very like gel. Like gelled. he goes through half a jar of pomade to get that look every day mm-hmm. um so thomas sits down with her and she's like hey so you mentioned you have some red flags and he says something like but that doesn't stop my love for you and she's like no but really what are your I red know, flags?" i loved that she kept digging in yeah. and i love that like i don't think she's i don't think she's buying his vibe i don't know i don't think so either and like these guys are like so like I don't know, mad about Thomas and like so chill out. He doesn't really fully answer the question, whatever their conversation's over. And then he's like, he's like, you can ask me whatever you want. She's like, well, I, I don't know what to ask you. And he's like, well, I will, I will answer any question. And she's like, my question is <laughs> what are the red flags? And he's like, I just really like you. It's the weirdest thing. Like yeah. he will not, he's like, a person can't have a conversation with like that. It's like, get out of here. Yes, this exactly. We don't need you. So they conclude their conversation and then she's talking with Aaron who's telling her about his dad's stroke and it sounds like it's sad. And then Thomas walks back in the room oh, yeah. and he starts lingering around their conversation. And he's like, sorry, can I interrupt? And Aaron's like, I don't really know what to say here. Okay, fine. It's always good to see you to Katie. And then Thomas sits down and then she ends up making out with Thomas. Oh, I miss that. Yeah. But he also told her he was falling in love with her. Yeah. He was like, I just needed to come back because I don't want you to like misconstrue, misconstrue what I was saying before. I need you to know that I'm falling in love with so you. So this is why I wish The Bachelor and Bachelorette would lean more into the game side of things, because there's a strategy to that being the first one to say I'm falling in love with you. And you have to do it in a way that's convincing that she'll buy it and i'm not sure that she bought it no that's the thing though is like if it's like with any person if you're into a guy and he tells you he's in love with you you're like okay cool if you're not into a guy and he tells you you're in lo- he's in love with you you're like ooh, see you later get away from me yeah that is creepy so it's like all and like with her and him i just see no real chemistry no. i don't think she's into it at all Especially- so for him to say that's like eh you're not in the same place as they me. They stood up after making out, and he's like two feet taller. <laughs> he's so tall. Listen, height differences are real. She's five I three. Sit- oh, she's five three. Yeah. I've been wondering about this because it seems like she's like standing on a box or something yeah, at the she's rose ceremony. Tiny. She's because she okay okay yeah she's definitely standing on something. Then so then all the other guys confront Thomas. They're mad. They're like, you can't say you're in love with her. This was so weird how they're like, tell us what you said. <laughs> you can't say that. It's like so strange. There's such micromanagers like telling him what he's allowed and not allowed to do. It's like, dude, it's like Aaron was killing me. He said, it's disgusting. It's repulsive. He's it's blatantly disrespectful. <laughs> 
Like, the have later, you watched the show? Later on, when he calls him an, an a psychopath, yes. a soci- his behaviors are sociopathic. I consider him an absolute psychopath. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, wow. So he says... It's disturbing. He uses disturbing a lot. Thomas is a cancer that needs to be cut out. Oh, my gosh. Wait, all right, it's all right. so extreme. This guy needs to chill. So they're mad about Thomas. She gives the uh, group date rose to Connor B, who is in his second terrible shirt of the day. Terrible. <laughs> like I, It's so bad. I wrote down in capitals. I hate his shirt what so much. What is he doing? Uh, Michael gets a date One card. Yep. Love is an adventure. So cut to their date and they're on a dune buggy. Literally, who cares? Like all they do is ride around. Boring. Meanwhile, back at the house, it's Aaron versus Thomas. Hunter tries to talk with Thomas. Um, and, and it's like, I are they friends? You know, like why is it Hunter talking yeah, to him? Yeah, the Hunter thing, like Hunter inserting himself in this was very interesting because he kind of became like the spokesperson, ringleader guy. And I was like, how did this happen? Like, right. who are you? Right. And like, are you guys roommates? Is that why you're talking to him? Oh, you know, yeah, like, maybe. I would like more context here. On the date, it's, you know, the dinner time. And Michael tells the same story to Katie. And it's even more affecting this time. And like, I'm getting emotional. It's watching so him sad. His wife. It's so, so sad. You know, those couples at BYU where you're like, yeah, you, you were made for each other. Like you were absolutely <laughs> meant to be together. That's how I feel like Michael was with his Aww. wife. Just it's just so, so sad tragic. because like also with breast cancer, there's just like the notion that like, Breast cancer seems like 100% beatable, you know, like, and for her to be so young and to have died from breast cancer is just devastating. It's It's just just one of those things where there's no feasible reason why that would happen. And it just seems so so completely unfair. She gets really emotional about it. She describes herself as being so sad for him, but excited for the love they can share. And I think that that would be complicated to start to date someone who had lost a spouse, I think there would be a lot to navigate there. And it seems like she's Definitely. starting to think through some of that. But she was like, she was, um, what's the right word? Very reflective in her response and saying like, like I respect that, you know, like she was talking about that yeah. as she was talking to him. I don't know. She seems really into him. Um, how into her outfit are you? Do you remember what she's wearing? I don't remember what she's wearing. She's wearing like a hot pink, like a velour blazer. <laughs> a lot of velour in this episode. And maybe I'm wrong about that fabric, but I'm, I am I can't totally tell. But it looks like a velour blazer and leather, like leather pants. Um, it's honestly better than some of the other stuff she's been wearing. Yeah, so. I think like a jacket's a good look for her. I don't know. It seems cold. It kind of sucks that it's cold. Yeah. So Nick Vial, when he was on Bachelor Party, he said that it, the weather was terrible. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like New Mexico and gray and gross. So they had to do a lot of things to try and make it look like a fun destination. So then they're like under a blanket and she's like doing an ITM where she's like, I'm really into him. And she says something like if we if I if I left, if this show ended with me and him, I know that'd be like we would be together forever. And she's like, that's all I can ask for. Like, whatever. That's all I've ever wanted. Whatever. She's very into him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he seems great. Yeah. Um, Back at the house. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, Aaron is irrationally angry with Thomas and he keeps saying that he's here for the wrong reasons. 
and it's disturbing and he's a manipulative psychopath. It's so insane. Like he uh, So there's he needs a to chill out. I don't know. There's a group date card. Do we even know what it said? Do they even show us what the group date card is? Um, I don't know actually. They're getting ready for a group date. So they're all in a room and of course they have Thomas walk in the very last. And they decide that it's time to confront Thomas as about a unit again. Behavior. And it, like <laughs> it feels like I feel like witch hunt is a term that has been stolen by right. Trump. But it is really like I saw you do magic one time. You know, like yeah, it's like it's really they are coming like, for him. The accusations are laughable. Like you like <laughs> Hunter says you have constant smiles. It's fraudulent. It's like. Okay, he's smiling too much? Like, give this guy a yeah. break. Like, he's annoying, and he's, like, a little phony, but, like, what are you going to do? And like, they ask him something, and he gives, like, a pretty good answer, and they're like, you know how to have conversations with people. <laughs> Which oh, is, yeah. Like, <laughs> so funny. You know how to have conversations with people. <laughs> like, and then they're like, and I feel manipulated. Like, you'd rather he be an idiot? Like, what's the argument I know, here? But, Tom, but Thomas does say some weird things, too. He goes, because, like, Hunter, like, makes an accusation, right? And the way Thomas responded at one point is, he says, he says, I would never want to hurt you to yes. Hunter, which is yes. like, um, so you should, maybe you practice that. Maybe, like, that was delivered to the wrong person. I don't know. He does seem very, what's the word, rehearsed and, like, he has a lot of lines just like in his head. He just reminds me of a guy who would say synergy a lot. You know, <laughs> he in a definitely meeting. says synergy. And then then someone's like, How, did you think about being the bachelor before you got here? And he admits it. And they're all like, well, that is reason for jail. Like, yes. That they're is. like, we are going to assassinate you. And then someone in their ITM was like, he's now been lied to by three guys. And it's like, wait, what? Like, there's Carl. Wait. Oh, like. Like, they're so bent out of shape because, like, I mean, come on. And then I guess that one guy that left because Aaron accused him of something. Oh, like, yeah, what Cody. was the lie? How was he lying? I don't know. Her? These people are very. And then Thomas's problem is he's been too honest with her. <laughs> right? Like, he said, like, I, I mean, thought about being The Bachelor. Yeah. He says, I can't be disingenuous. One of the thoughts on my mind was potentially being The Next Bachelor. The thing is, it that's interesting. And it was mentioned a few times in this episode where they, where they were like, just this morning, you said you weren't into her or something like that. And there were multiple people in different like parts of this episode that said something like that. So I do think he is phony. Sure. But I also think that these people are out of their wildly overreacting. Yes. 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 And, they, you know, they're they don't have their cell phones. They're bored. They need something to talk about. So this always happens. It's just funny that it's happening for these reasons that are pretty dumb. Yeah. At one point, Connor is like. Like he said, th like he, oh, Connor found out that um, Thomas said that he was falling in love with her. And Connor said, oh, he said that I'm done with him. I'm done with him. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Okay, Connor. Like, I'm sure he'll be devastated. I know. It's like just very funny. I would hate to w watch myself on TV, Ugh, which is why too. I refuse to me record too. this as a video. Yeah, <laughs> I get it, honestly. Um, So then we get a preview for next week. Listen, I wasn't on, I wasn't into Blake when he was on Tasha's season, but that little footage we see of him where he like turns around and he's smiling, I'm like, oh, Blake's looking good. Wait, what? Yes. No, he looks like the lion from Madagascar and that's who he will always be. But is the lion from Madagascar not handsome? No, his jaw, like his jutting jaw, it's. What's under the beard? What do you think? Like a very jutting jaw. Like. 
what's under the beard? I don't know. I like this guy. I don't know. I just like we don't need this guy. We don't need this guy. Know, I'm interested I'm to see excited. what happens. You are? Yes. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. It's something. Um, we'll be back to talk about whatever it is that happens. Hopefully it's a little lighter of an episode this week because this was a lot. But we're getting into it. I feel like we're getting to know these guys. I feel like we're getting to know Katie. Um, who are your predictions, frontrunners? I think Michael for sure. Um, I think Connor and... Greg? Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, Somebody slid in my DMs and... Mm-hmm told me something so this is maybe a spoiler i have not verified this so i don't know okay, well plug your ears yeah so like- fast forward the next 30 seconds if you don't want a spoiler somebody dm me and said that on nick somebody went on to nick vial's podcast and nick said that they the season ends early <gasps> so i do think that whoever she's into goes home and then she's like, well, I was going to pick him, so I'm not going to do this anymore. Oh, my gosh. I hope. I would love that. I don't know. I don't know if that's real. Not fact-checked. Okay. Well, we'll find out. You can't fact. How do you fact-check The Bachelorette? Reality um, Steve. Not, that's, he's wrong like half the time. He's pretty right, though. I know. He's like 75% right. I just tell myself that because sometimes I run into the spoilers. I was like, well, he could be wrong. <laughs> he is like usually a little off. There's always something a little off with sure, his prediction. Sure. Because I think that the leakers are trying to protect themselves. Um, We'll be here to hold your hand through <laughs> we'll whatever happens. Thank you so much for listening. Um, You can leave us a voice memo. We've started to get some voice memos that are a lot of fun. There's a link in the show notes. If you have thoughts on this season of The Bachelorette, we'd love to hear them. You can also email me, Meg, at HiveMindHQ. Again, slide into our DMs at HiveMindHQ on Instagram. Remember to subscribe to our newsletter. Like I said, I will link that Rachel Lindsay cover story for NY Mag. And I think that's all the news rundown. So we'll be back next week. Thanks so much. Bye.